Mark, you good? Nah, his kid's making noise. I heard him. So, like, what is he actually listening for, though? Like, is so, he listening to see if no, at least no, got no, 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 no. I was going to break it down in daddy terms, all right? Go ahead, man. You see, Brian, what, what it is, what it is, I imagine it's like this with two also. Like, to you, it may just sound like noise and maybe crying, but depending on the timbre, the volume, and the length of time said sound goes for, you know whether or not you got to get up and go regulate. Exactly, dude. Okay, okay. He's like, what is he listening for? I was like, yo. I'm like about two seconds away. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm like, it all sounds the same to me, just screaming. So nope. how do you differentiate? Nah. Nope, it's not. That's like, like, like when Layla falls and gets hurt. Like, I know if I got to pick her up or not. Yeah. I hear a loud thump Wait, against what? the against the wall. But did she Somebody... die though? No. So why you got to pick her up? Yeah, that's not how that works. Anyway, let's go back. Let's get. <laughs> let's start over. <laughs> that's definitely going to be the intro. But let's start over. <laughs> did she die though? <laughs> what is wrong with you, dude? Hey, yo. <laughs> Black life. Welcome to episode thirty-seven. Of the Black Life Pod. They call me Alex. And as always, I'm joined by Marcus. <laughs> Hello. And Brian. What's going on? Fellas, questions. No context, no nothing. Marcus. What up? What's the first thing you'd do if you woke up one day and you were a woman? My friends know me too well. Dude. I'd probably... <laughs> I would be like, what is going on, dude? And then I'd... <laughs> you and what? I try to feel around and figure out what's going on. I feel my titties. I don't know. You know? <laughs> Brian, <laughs> what's the weirdest thing you've ever done in front of a mirror? <laughs> Yo, these questions are crazy. <laughs> I think I've, you know what? I, I'm not gonna lie with you. I, I've in, in the past, this ain't recent, and it, it's a long time ago when I was learning. Okay, oh, when I was learning how to manscape, I was making designs and stuff. I didn't put like <laughs> my initials in my chest. <laughs> oh, in your chest? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, uh, guess I got to go back to you, Brian. What are we talking about today? Which is the complete opposite of this intro. I feel weird. I feel dirty. Dude. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. In this episode, we find ourselves getting into our feels yet again as we discuss what it means to be vulnerable. What is vulnerability and how does vulnerability affect different aspects of our lives? Stay tuned as we confirm which member of the Black Life crew is the least vulnerable. Take a guess who it is. I don't know. Let's not say who it is because they're supposed to guess. By now, you should know where to follow us. We're on all your socials at Black Life Pod, B L A C L I F E P O D. We're on all your podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to now. Subscribe, follow, all those good things. Five star, five star, five star, written review. Thank you for listening. We know you'll enjoy the show. 
Yay, yay. What is vulnerability? I mean, it's when it's that feeling you get when you're talking a lot and you realize you said something that you didn't want to tell a bunch of people. And so your stomach started hurting, your your brain started hurting sometimes too, dude. I don't know if this happened to y'all, but Nah. What? I just I just like <laughs> Do you eat something bad? <laughs> no. <laughs> so vulnerability, according to Webster, is defined as the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. And for the purposes of our conversation, we're going to stick with emotional. So which one of us is the least emotionally vulnerable? I don't know. It's kind of tough. Marcus, that's the answer. That's the answer. (laughs) Yeah, it's me, though. In order of least to most, it's Marcus, Brian. <laughs> we know we didn't have to. There's only three of us. They can figure it out. We about fifty episodes in, dude. They already know, dude. <laughs> so, Marcus, uh, just just like give me one or two things, and then let's kind of go there. Why Why do you think you struggle with vulnerability? Um. Well, one, it probably has more so to do with. Uh, exactly what the definition said, man. Just not being exposed, protecting myself, protecting my family. Uh, You know, I think if we go back farther, it probably has more to do with, uh, you know, my family and how I was raised and how men were portrayed in my family. So what do you mean by portrayed? Like how the men in your family acted or- Yeah, how the you, men in my family are supposed to, how they acted, how they're supposed to act and uh, okay. how they were raised, yeah. What about you, Brian? Is that anything similar with you as far as the men in your family? No, nah, his mom showed him what's up. No, I tried like, to let it ride, dog. I tried not to say. I, I don't know. Like, joke. I was like- I, I'm, sitting, I'm, I'm sitting there trying to think like, so what man in my family? <laughs> yo, yo, if he if he asked you and then you just answered, that joke doesn't exist. Unless Alex was just gonna follow up with it anyway. <laughs> but no, I wasn't. But, I but wasn't. yeah, but you paused and you thought about it. I was like, oh hell no. <laughs> Episode 14. Yeah, no, I yeah, the men in my family, I can't quite say I'm the closest with them, but um I don't think they show a good job of being vulnerable or expressive um but like neither does i feel like a lot of women in my family are are the same way okay so like like for me growing up my dad it was weird because like he would have moments where i mean obviously back then i didn't know it was called being vulnerable but he would have those moments but overall he would he no He's not showing that like you would catch him crying occasionally in church. And the one I vividly remember is him. uh, He was crying at some point after my grandma, his mother died. I came like out of my bedroom and he was like looking out the window and he turned around. He was crying. I was like, oh, shit, what's wrong with you? (laughs) So like I saw it occasionally, but 
it always kind of seemed like something that was that you could only be or show when no one was around. Like if you gonna cry, cry in private. You know, if you sad, be sad in private. You know, don't really share it with anyone unless you get caught. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I think you you bring up a good point. I think that um it was more accepting I think for my family to be vulnerable with only certain emotions. And those emotions, I feel like the only emotions that were widely accepted when I was vulnerable, let's say, was just like frustration and anger. Mm-hmm. It had, you know, showing sadness wasn't necessarily accepted so much that, I mean, it wasn't that I got like punished or anything like that, but it's more like, all right, well, cool, get over it and get about your day. <laughs> um <laughs> I'll give you something to cry about. Oh, like, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Well, Marcus, you've, uh, <laughs> I don't know if we've talked about it on the pod, but I've often heard you refer to yourself as a <laughs> angry person at one point in your life, in your younger days, back when you was a backslider. So, where are you backsliding into? <laughs> Yo, that <laughs> is <you> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Relax. <laughs> do you uh <laughs> do you think not being shown vulnerability vulnerability or being able to express those types of things, do you think that played into you being angry at all? Um Yeah, man. Like Brian said, like I feel like my family kind of shared some of those similar uh ideas. Um I've never, I've never seen my mom cry ever. And then now, like when I, when I kind of put some of these lessons together about me, you know, being as tough as I could be and, you know, showing, you know, it's not showing that a lot of things affect me was Mm -hmm. like, that was, that was, uh, that was how black men survive America. Huh. That's interesting. And it makes it makes perfect sense because, you know, I've been black now for like 34 years. So I, I completely oh, man, have you, man. Have you? I completely yeah. understand where, where your mom was covered. I do, too. I do, too. But in this moment of uh, or this these times where, you know, I got, you know, friends and family, you know, requesting that I be more uh, transparent and uh, vulnerable. What? <laughs> what? What do you think, what was it about, you know, when your mom had your, your uh, sister, why, why do you think that kind of changed the dynamic? Um, That's a question I ask myself a lot lately, because I've been trying to understand how I act and respond to things and how she did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. I've often heard from others that having a girl softened you up. I don't know. See, I can't even say I, that because I feel I, like it's bad, right? I don't know because I've, I don't, I mean, granted, I'm not a very macho, machismo, hide your feelings type of guy. So I don't know if maybe I'm, I was already soft. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. It's all good. But see, but, when you uh, say it, when you say it, it's like amongst friends, like un, uh, amongst people that I feel like, or anyone would feel like understand them a little more than the average, you know, person or average mm-hmm. acquaintance. 
Like if someone just walked up on the street and said that to me, we it's it's something totally different. Totally different. <laughs> <laughs> totally different response. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, context is important. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> but it's just thinking about your why your your mom may have sort of softened up. I've heard that often. I don't know that I think it, it probably does bring out another side. But just thinking for myself, I don't know if that would be any different if I have a son. To me, it's just something about the child is, uh, it doesn't get much more vulnerable than a child as it is. Right. So I don't know if that maybe yeah. does something to your own vulnerability. That's a good point. I don't know either. I don't know. I always, I guess, attribute it to, uh, like you said, just a, a child in general. Like, you know, I, I make little jokes with my wife about like, man, if I had a son, you know, I'd while you're running, I trip him or something in the grass or something. You know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, but like. You could trip your daughters too. I do. I mean, I yeah. Do. <laughs> you know? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know why I am the so way do I you, am. Do you, do, you, do you think, Marcus, do you think you've noticed a difference between. Why are you focusing on me, dude? Because I already know the answer for, for Alex. Oh, we'll okay. ask him too. But. Do you think you've noticed any type of difference or has at least noticed differences in how you, how vulnerable you've become since you've had daughters? I don't know. I never asked her. Never thought about it until now. Okay. Because like with you, go ahead. So if you're asking me, I'd say, I'd say I didn't start paying attention until recently when people started requesting vulnerable moments from me. So COVID 2020. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's not the only time I've been vulnerable, but you know what I mean. Like that's a that's when I started yeah, yeah, keeping yeah. track. Yeah, because <laughs> like with you, Alex, uh, you know, I'm not saying that because I'm not calling you soft. Because obviously, I think it takes a very, of course, emotionally mature and intelligent person to be vulnerable um, and when to be. Because I feel like you you've out of the three of us, you kind of have a better grasp on right. that, or at least. So I like the thing. Um, <laughs> I used to tell I used to tell people that all the time, like about y'all. Like, I mean, Brian, you knew my family because I mean, you were close, and we, you know, we were close since we were younger. But like, I used to tell people about Alex all the time at, at college, and then even like now, like Alicia used to think it was weird. Like, I used to make jokes, like, man, I'm about to be like Alex when I grow up. But like, we're only like what two, one or two years apart. But she used to be like, yeah, so weird. Like, admiration for Alex is just weird. Marcus is a weirdo. And then like now they listening to the pod and like, oh my gosh, Alex is right. He just really understands. I'm like, oh yeah, you think so? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck that. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. It's it's I wouldn't like. The vulnerability thing, it's not easy by any means, but Fuck no. I just feel like so often I've seen people in my life hold, try to hold it all together. Yeah, until they pass away and it's just- Right. And you know, trying to hold it all together is what inevitably makes you explode. So I just feel like it's always better to, you know, maybe you get a little bit out here in some way you get a little bit out here in some way and i'm not concerned about outside forces harming me or whoever wants to use that kind of stuff against me because it's who i am like i feel these things and whatever (laughs) it says more about you that you're trying to harm or attack me because of who i am or what i feel 
with the definition you mentioned earlier about vulnerability, I mean, do you, I guess, do the both of you, excuse me, do the both of you agree with that? That's what vulner, being vulnerable means, or do you have your own perception of it? I've never considered the the part about being exposed about being scared of being exposed because you're going to be attacked or harmed. I just always looked at vulnerability as more so uh, an ability to expose your emotions and be honest about how you're feeling. Yeah. But the part about somebody using that against you or, you know, or, or, or other people trying to put something on you for it. I never considered that part. Oh, I do all the time. Yeah. I mean, I think it's not necessarily about, I think for me, I don't believe I'm going to be harmed, but for some reason, there's just some sort of subconscious belief that's there that I'm going to be harmed if I am, I guess, open with certain people or open right away or, and I don't know why that is or where that exactly stems from. Um, and it causes me to avoid relationships with a lot of people. So when you say harmed, you mean like, emotionally hurt yeah like he emotionally hurt <clears throat> only and it's it's weird because i don't know even why i fear that honestly mm-hmm. it's just it's a it's a it's a thought that is just present it's especially when i'm trying to make new relationships with people and it takes a long time for that to actually go away so what is it like what kind of emotions do you not want to share that leaves you feeling vulnerable I think I don't want to expose how, I mean, I ain't going to lie with you. I'm a little soft. I'm a little soft when it comes to certain things, you know? And I'll be watching movies and some anime sometimes and tears be, you know, slowly dripping down and whatnot. I was just going to say, man. Like, I, I don't, maybe it's maybe it's because I want to come across like I got it all together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think if I if I show certain emotions, let's say sadness, and because again, it's the shit I'm working on, but sadness shouldn't be viewed as a weakness. But if I'm sad all the goddamn time, he don't got his shit together. And I ain't mm-hmm. trying to show that. Mm-hmm. I don't really try to show when I'm angry all the time either, but I feel like the frustration, the anger may come out a little bit more <laughs> than the sadness. So you you equate those things as almost like a chip in the armor. Yeah, yeah, but my armor is impeccable, so. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. Uh, what about what about you, uh, Marcus? Because I know, you know, I've seen you be angry before. That's not a problem, but the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like Brian said, man, I, was, I didn't want to answer for him, so I was letting him think through it like he uh, – like he did for me one day, dude. I appreciate it. Uh, mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It's like the, the you know, if you, not necessarily like a woman or a female or somebody, but like a group of people or like family members, like, uh, you know, you don't want to let them know that you like some of the corny animes or cartoons, like, you know, like, you know, <laughs> sometimes you you know you want to wake up and watch pokemon you know but it's like oh man what you too old to be watching that dude you know what i'm saying i don't know why i chose that i don't watch it (laughs) (laughs) i want to be the best yeah but like you know like certain games like and like anime japanese anime like you know sometimes people you know frown upon it and clown people for watching it you know friends and family so I'm just like, oh, that ain't me. Alex? Nah, but 
man, you know how many times yeah, Alex different. That's a different kind yeah, of Yeah, that's man. different. That's different, man. <laughs> but uh Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean yeah. though. It's like it's like what's expected of you. Yeah, like no you no one wants to be the guy like no one wants to be acknowledged as like the guy with the corny hobbies, you know? But like I identify with with those people. I still I'm still friends yeah. with a lot of people today. So yeah. And that's the thing. It's it's what what people expect you to be and who they expect you to yeah. be. It sounds like I think we can all kind of agree there. Is that expectation mm-hmm. of who you're supposed to be as a man? You don't want to get exposed to not be right what people believe. Right. So yeah. is it is it like is it what people believe you to be or who who you want to show yourself to be? With me it's always perception. So Okay. Yeah. It's always perception. Cause I I'll have like it's not like I didn't want to be like identify as that, but I had like the friend like a close group of friends that liked all the same shit I liked, but it's like only when I got around certain people or was doing certain things, you know, like I'm not going to go out to the football field and like, you know, even though I knew some of the guys on the team liked anime and shit like that and, you know, all the shit I liked, I wasn't just going to be like, oh, who trying to watch the new episode of, uh, you know, Pokemon? I don't yeah, know why I keep saying yeah. Pokemon. Maybe because it's, that's a. Because you like Pokemon. It's straight, dude. Yeah, man. It's okay, bro. It's straight, you know, whack ass cartoon. It's whatever. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I've never watched it. I, I don't. No, nah, I'm just. I don't watch it. I'm just trying to say something familiar. Like that's just the only thing that a lot of people is gonna understand. No, nah, he watched. He watched. It's okay, dog. Okay, yeah. Be vulnerable. Sure, straight. I don't watch it. I play it though. I. I, I it's about perception to Same me thing. as well. But I, I'm definitely more vulnerable. I, I mean, we all are. I think with certain groups or people in our lives. So I'm definitely gonna be more vulnerable. I think in my relationships versus you know outside of those so like at work you're not gonna see one you're not gonna see me being vulnerable at work mm-hmm. do you try to relate to people yeah I, I do i think that uh i've grown less empathetic in terms of you, <laughs> you know, think <laughs> <laughs> but I, <laughs> I mean it's i, I do try to but it, i don't know over the years it's been a lot harder to do that and yeah, it's been a lot harder. So how so how can you connect with because this is my thing about vulnerability. I feel like to connect with people in any type of meaningful way, you have to be vulnerable. Nah. Nah. Why not? Well, you can always so let's say if someone is sad, right? Sad about a breakup and they come talk to you about the breakup, this that, or the other. Is it late? What? <laughs> Nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you've had, you know, maybe similar conversations with that person, right? Mm-hmm. So you know what to say or what feelings you should have. Now, do you actually are you empathetic? Maybe, maybe not. But you're not in trying to. Case, are you trying to connect with somebody in that moment? But that's but that's the thing. Like we're, I'm just giving an example with either that moment or another one. But the thing is, like, I hate to say it, but I've faked that connection before. I have to, and so you don't. I don't necessarily need to relate with what they're going through to provide you know some sort of consolement. But or whatever but you it is. may not necessarily want a connection. I'm talking about somebody you want a connection with. Oh, don't you have to be vulnerable? Yeah. Yeah. I think for so how do you yeah. how do you gauge your level of vulnerability to connect with somebody? 
because my for me it's it's not so much being vulnerable as much as it is i guess it kind of goes to perception but what you decide to be vulnerable about so like what details do you give about certain situations to relate to other people it depends on the situation but that depends on yeah, and that depends on the person. And, and right? the situation is you're trying to make a meaningful connection with somebody. That's what I'm asking. That's so general, though. Like, I mean, it could be anything. Like, I can make a connection about a TV show. I can make a connection about a food we eat, and I can make a connection. But is that is that a, that's not a meaningful connection? How do you? All right. So I guess I'll give you an example. I was trying to leave it out there to just let y'all oh, know. Oh, I don't. So I don't know how. Is that what? <laughs> I talk. And if I'm talking, then I'm already, I've already gone too far. <laughs> so at that point, there's no point of return. So here we go. We about to get emotional. Yeah. You because know, the thing is like, like you, once you, you do the pleasantries and the small talk, if you deem that, that went well. So let me get to know this person more. Nah. No, you're just not getting to know anybody anymore. I think I know. What you, okay, I think I know what you mean. Well, it's gonna sound bad. I guess. I guess I would gauge that off of. I would. I would um, see if what they said is interesting enough for me to. <laughs> I mean, that's what you're supposed yeah. to do. And like I said, that's what I, that's what I said. Once you get past yeah. all that, and they start sharing. Do your antennas go up? Yeah, like, like oh, if it's, like, I mean, I, they said something real. Like, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I really, I, I can't quite say I like making deep connections, especially with. It's exhausting, dude. Making very deep picky. connections is exhausting. Yeah, it's man. exhausting. I'm picky I'm about making picky. deep connections with people. <laughs> I can't so, trust nobody. Uh, I, they I tell me at of, work I can't trust nobody. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> so, because I've thought about this related <laughs> to as we get older. Your, your circle becomes smaller. Like the people you talk to and the people you share with, it's the same X amount of people. You're not usually making new friends and that type of stuff. So do you think it's more difficult to be vulnerable as you get older with people that you don't already have that connection with? I think it can be difficult just based purely off of it's fucking exhausting. It's exhausting to want to make a deep connection and then all the energy you 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 use to sustain and try to maintain that new deep connect deep connected relationship. Yeah, personally, I would say it's gotten easier, but only because I feel like with people you're not familiar with? Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I feel like back in back then when I was younger and yeah, that was the, you know, that was how I was raised. Put that foot forward. Like, don't share unless, not even unless someone else shared. Like, don't share. Don't share. <laughs> Just don't. Yeah. But now I feel like as I'm older, I got kids, I got things going on. I feel like I'm more qualified to feel the way I feel, if that makes sense. So fuck whoever doesn't agree with how I feel. <laughs> Is that that's it, right? Or that's how you should live life. Yeah, I, dude, I that's, know. Yeah. That's how I try to live it. That's I know, real. I know. That's real. That's just how I think about it. I yeah. guess. <laughs> what? That's one thousand. That's how I would have said it too. I know. I know. <laughs> this shit don't feel good, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said this shit would feel good. This shit don't feel good. <laughs> 
so let me ask you this, Marcus. Like you being vulnerable, what happens to you? Because we've done, you know, we've talked about some things. You break your mic and, uh, <laughs> and, and get too real. Yeah. And lose your hair. Disrespect. <laughs> you said lose my hair. <laughs> when I'm going too far, I feel it in my legs. For whatever reason, physically, that's how I feel it. Like, do you feel yourself about to cry? And you're like, yo, or is, you know. That right there. <laughs> his, face, his face starts to tighten no. up. <laughs> I, I hate you. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, nah, man, I guess you feel it in your legs? That's interesting. I think, uh, I well, we got about what? 30, 30 something episodes on here of, of listening to me. <laughs> uh, I think I just overanalyze. I st- you can just see my brain, the gears turn. I start to think super hard about the next thing that comes out of my mouth. There you go. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I might want to cry. Huh? <laughs> so when you're feeling vulnerable, you find yourself being more aware Senses heightened. And what you're yeah, going clammy to say. hands, sweaty about- armpits. Sometimes I got a fart, though. What's <laughs> <laughs> <So>, up? <laughs> sometimes I wear hoodies in hot rooms for no reason. I don't know. <laughs> I knew this is going to be a tough one. So I was like, I'm going to put a hoodie on, dude. Be my most comfortable, vulnerable. At least was like, oh, you look comfy. I was like, that's what I was going for, dude. Here I am, super uncomfortable, sweaty. It's hot as fucking here. Again, we knew that was going to happen, though. You tend to ramble, too, when you're uncomfortable. So. That's him thinking. Yeah. <laughs> How do I get out of this? <laughs> Y'all gotta go poop. <laughs> no. What? That's weird. I've come to I've come to realize, though, a lot of times... Being vulnerable and sharing how you feel while for me, I mean, oftentimes it is uncomfortable and I do feel uncomfortable, but sometimes that it it helps other people be comfortable. I was going to ask you that, like, how do you deal with that? Because like that, I know how I feel, but like for somebody who seems to just understand a lot of things so well like when you approach when you approach <laughs> that door like it's not really a door for me it's more like a cement wall but <laughs> when, when you approach that with yeah, a little people like i can see a little bit but this bitch ain't coming down anytime soon dude. uh when you approach <laughs> that door like what like how do you get rid of that feeling of being able to share in that space at that point in time so clearly sometimes Oftentimes, I should say, I've realized that you just got to lean into it. Like sometimes, depending on what you're going through, I kind of relate it to exercise too. Like, like let's say you lifting weights and then like the day after, like that shit is hella sore. Yeah. yeah. Right. So in the moment, it's kind of like that. Like if I'm talking to somebody or whatever, I feel it kind of like that rev when you're working out. Okay. So I kind of lean into it. Okay, I got you. Like I, I know it's 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 still scary. No, yeah, and all that. But it's like the reason that feeling is there is because there's something that needs to get out. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, this is the right person to say this to. But if it's not, it's still doing me a service because I'm getting it out. Got you. 
And more often than not, you know who you can tell shit to yeah, and who yeah, you can't. Yeah. So Right, right. I mean, that's I was actually gonna ask you this, Alex, since you kind of were kind of leading into this earlier in our discussion, but why like what's the importance of showing vulnerability? It's it's probably, I don't know, this might be looked at as selfish, but like for me, it helps me. Like it helps me first and foremost because it's out. Like it's in the world and whatever the world's gonna do with it, they're gonna do with it what they will. So it's off my back. But I'm also a firm believer that a lot of people have trouble with it, whether we've been taught to expose ourselves or been taught to express ourselves this way or this way or not express yourself this way or this way. Sometimes other people seeing someone else be vulnerable can lead them to, you know what, maybe maybe it's okay that I feel this way. That's true. You know, maybe it's all right that, you know, I'm sad. Like Alex, you know, he's been sad or sound sad or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So it's just like either way it goes, it's I'm either helping somebody or I'm not. But in the end, I'm helping myself and I got to be good for me so I can be good for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. You got to take care of yourself first before you can. I think take care of others. Yeah, well, and that and that so. goes back to what you guys were saying earlier. Back in the day, you're more so worried about what's going to come back to you as a result of your vulnerability. Or now, I mean, we're older. Like, what can people really do? Nothing. Yeah, like I don't give a shit if they like. Oh man, look at that big black guy outside, like pushing his kids around in the grass. What a fucking dick, man! I'm like, so, you know. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm joking, dude. I don't think like that for real. Like that. That's angry, Mark. That it. That. (laughs) (laughs) You think? (laughs) And that's as much vulnerability as we're gonna get. So no. (laughs) That was actually kind of me. I was really yeah. Y'all right. That was crazy. Thank you for taking time to kick it with us on the Black Life Pod at Black Life Pod on your socials. That's B L A C L I F E P O D. Info at BlackLifePod.com is the email. You can find us in any of these places to keep up with the show. Give us topic suggestions. You could just talk to us. Maybe be on the show. And for updates on whatever we have coming up in the near future, find us there. Apple Podcasts, five star ratings, written reviews. Keep them coming. We appreciate all of you who have given us reviews thus far, and all of you who will give us a review. After you hear me ask for a review, we appreciate you. We'll be back again next week to discuss some more of this craziness that is life. Love yourself, love one another. Until next time.
first then i'm gonna put the cheating pie because we took it like it came came from vulnerability you know what i'm saying brian was wilding okay hey man <laughs> yeah i remember i vaguely remember this dude was going crazy man he was pissed <laughs> I was like, oh shit, he triggered him. I was like, Alex triggered him. <laughs> I yeah, you said that too. I was like, I didn't trigger him. He brought it up. Yeah, that's true. He did. He did. Yeah, I, you brought it up and then got mad at us. <laughs> what? I didn't get mad at y'all. Oh, okay, <laughs> never mind, dude. <laughs> nah, I know he did. Just wait till you listen yeah, you back. Did. Yeah, you did. You was getting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm not. I'm gonna stop talking about it because he's clearly getting upset, dude. <laughs> 